Welcome to Growing Pains, a business podcast for entrepreneurs and their teams who find themselves in the growth phase or messy middle in between startup and aiming for six or seven figures and beyond. I'm your host, Laurie Sterling, a COO, coach and mentor. I both do what I teach and teach what I do with a passion for empathetic team leadership, business operations and all things entrepreneurship. Today, I have Mia, who is an award-winning marketing strategist and the founder of Campaign Del Mar, a marketing education platform for female founders. So welcome, Mia. Um, Just to give the audience in the picture, I met Mia way back when she first opened her marketing agency. I don't know what year that was, but um, it was back when we were running our web design and development business. And since then, your business has changed a lot. So what exactly do you do now? Hi, thanks for having me, Laurie. That was 10 years ago. Can you believe that? That was 2012. I started Ragani, my marketing agency. So wow, yeah, a lot has changed in 10 years. It has, definitely. I think I was still... um, at home with my little bummers at that time too, if I remember correctly. That's right. No, you were doing lots of, you were juggling all the balls as mums do and you had lots of side hustles. And then of course you were the CFO of your husband's digital (laughs) agency. And so (laughs) like, it was, it was like, yeah, it was epic. It was Mm -hmm. really epic. It was fun times. Well, I'm a full-time marketing trainer and mentor, so you can no longer outsource your marketing to me. And I teach female entrepreneurs predominantly and Mm -hmm. marketers how to level up their marketing. I am a firm believer that if you give a woman a fish, she will eat for a lifetime. If you give her a fish, she will eat for a day. So um, I love it. I never thought education was for me. I'm definitely an educator of adults not of children Um, but it it is the most rewarding job I've ever had. Brilliant and how did you get this business idea to change from marketing agency into education? Sure all right well I hope you're ready for some real truth bombs with this. Let's Um, go. I'm going to call a spade a spade. (laughs) Okay so and you will you will relate to this When I was running a marketing agency, we had predominantly small business clients and they would come to us and they would say, all right, we need marketing. We don't want to know how it's done. We don't want to know what you do. Just go away and do it and, you know, be done with it. Don't bother us with it. We're not interested. We don't like marketing. Like, okay, sounds good. Can Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's not how it went. We would go off and do it. And then when it was time to send the invoice, they were like, why did it take three hours to send an EDM? Like, why did you spend so much time on a blog post? And (laughs) we don't want to pay for that. And also, where are all the sales? It's like, well, I run a marketing agency. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I... My job is to generate you leads, which I have done, and you have done nothing with those leads. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. So now those leads are cold. And I was just really, really frustrated, Laurie. It was just, it was heart-wrenching. And so I spent a lot of my time in that agency actually educating these clients about what marketing is, why I, why I spend three hours on an EDM, why Mm. I, you know, world donut day is not a good idea for a social media post, but I wasn't being paid for any of that time. I was only being paid for the time that I actually, you know, did 
was doing the do. Yeah. And that's when a sort of an aha moment happened. And I went, surely there's people out there that will pay me to learn this stuff because these are lifelong business skills. These are essential skills. These are going to serve you throughout your entire business journey. Mm-hmm. Add to that that my husband is in the army and we move every two to three years across states and even across countries and I needed a business that was completely portable whereas a marketing agency is the opposite of portable okay. and I was just really, really fortunate <laughs> that I created an online business 18 months before the pandemic hit. Oh, yes, that's true. I want to go back to the point that you brought up that marketing is not about sales. It's not a one-to-one direct correlation. It's more that there are so much, so many pieces to marketing and sales is actually the last piece of the puzzle, not, and marketing is kind of the first piece of the puzzle. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, I do sales all the time in my business, but Mm. those are sales. Yeah. Marketing, marketing for me is about getting the right messages to the right people at the right time Mm -hmm. in order to capture their attention and to get them onto an owned channel Mm -hmm. so that then you can nurture them through to a sale. And sales is getting on a call with them and, and saying, Hey, I want you to buy this. And <laughs> and those are that, yeah, yeah, there's that nurturing piece as well that is part of marketing. And that, like you said, like a blog, spending time on a blog post and email newsletters, like that's a lot of people are like, well, that's not marketing. Marketing is Facebook ads and, and getting out there and in front, getting new eyes on the business. But nurturing is a key piece of marketing as well. Totally. I'm just on the blog post thing. So I read a blog post about six months ago and I spent about a week writing it. And it was like, it was a, a, a big juicy topic, which was yeah. the different types of marketing campaigns, which is, you know, my, mm. my baby marketing yeah. campaigns. And I spent a week just writing like a 1500 word juicy blog post. And then we optimized that. Like, we, you know, we, we actually did a good job of it as opposed to like, ah, oh, here's a blog post, done, tick that box. We spent a lot of time optimizing the, you know, meta descriptions and all of it. Okay. It's now ranking for something like 20 different terms and um, HubSpot, yes, the HubSpot, have <laughs> yes. also written a blog post about marketing campaigns and my blog post outranks theirs. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Mic drop. Just done. We're done here. Brilliant. And like, I haven't touched it in six months, Laurie. I haven't yeah. lifted a finger. Mm-hmm. And it is just driving so much traffic to my website. Brilliant. That is marketing. That's, yeah. that's marketing done well. That's right. I like to think of it as you're increasing your luck surface area. Like, yes, by chance, somebody might come across your blog post, but the more blog posts you have out there, the in, the more surface area you increase to have that luck. And yeah, that's big part of it for sure. So um, how long have you been running your business for? as its current iteration? I've been running Campaign Del Mar for almost three years. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so do you mind sharing what sort of numbers that makes now? Yeah, so that was um it, it's interesting because I had to look at that because you know we have a few different revenue streams. Gotcha. But in 2022, um, I think uh, well not I think, I just had a look and mm. we're on track to make three hundred thousand dollars. Nice. Well done. Australian Congratulations. Dollars. Yeah, Australian, yeah. Yes. So how many team members do you have? I now have three other team members. So I've got a full-time okay. digital strategist, a marketing coordinator, and a Facebook ads manager. Okay. So you don't have a, you don't outsource your operations. I'm guessing you do the most of your operations in your business? That's correct. Mm, yeah. Okay. We've tried VAs before. Yeah, yeah. we've tried VAs before. I just think we have really good systems. Ooh, that's what yeah. I love. <laughs> <laughs> you you um, speak my language time, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many hours per week do you work? Um, I think I work around because I don't start work until 11 o'clock every day. So I'm quite lucky. However, I do do a bit of work on the weekends, um, purely out of choice. I just find that it's nice. The kids are with my husband and I just get some uninterrupted, no meeting time. Mm -hmm. So if I add it up, it's, it's something like 32 hours a week, but it's, yeah, I don't track my time. I know I probably should. So, um, sorry, that's like time in front of my computer, I would say, but I'm always thinking about my business. Like I'm obsessed with my business. It's uh-huh. my, it's my third baby. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just, um, what was the catalyst for your biggest growth in your business? You feel It's hard to sort of pinpoint one thing. Mm. I definitely know that the Gurus We Deserve campaign, which was our sort of major brand campaign, which Mm -hmm. launched in August last year. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest investment I had made in my business up until that point. So I had a 90 second campaign film made and um, a lot of time went into scripting and planning and I had a full production team create the video and it has since gone viral. Mm -hmm. And that kind of really put Campaign Delmar on the map for sure. So really good for, hey, we've arrived. Mm -hmm. But then there's a lot of other things that came before that and after that that were also quite decisive. For example, I've been featured in over 40 different media publications, um, mostly with thought leadership PR. So I'm called upon by the likes of Smart Company and Marketing Magazine to provide expert commentary on marketing. And so that gives my brand a lot of credibility and authority because quite frankly, there are millions of marketers that I compete with. And the thing with an online business is that it democratizes marketers. It's like, I'm just as big as an expert as Joe blogs on Instagram because she said she is. It doesn't matter that I have two decades of experience. I'm a fellow with the Australian Marketing Institute. I've won awards. I have, you know, 
two degrees like it doesn't matter <laughs> like she's got more instagram followers than me so yeah. you know she's yeah. the she's and i'm not you know yeah. so um, there was that but then also just um go on sorry oh i was gonna go on a tangent here i've done your campaign um classroom and i find it absolutely brilliant um and what opened my eyes is a launch campaign is not the same as a campaign in that um, you can have different campaigns for every launch you do just because it follows the same sequence of, um, you know, list building, having a webinar, having sales calls, you know, closing doors, that sort of thing is a completely different ball game to what campaigns actually are. And now that I've done your program, I'm so like fine tuned, like I'm cued into like the big names out there that have gone to the effort to do a proper fully fledged campaign as opposed to almost like throwing mud at the wall and just, well, this is what we do. We do, you know, this event and then that event and then this happens and that sequence and then doors are closed. So um, what what could you tell the audience is the difference between a campaign and a launch? Yeah, and I, I get this a lot and it does sort of boil my berries a little bit because I went to university for five years and we never used launch as a as a term, <laughs> like, it, it, you know, it's, it's just not something, it's, it's definitely a buzzword that has come yeah. about in the online space. But I mean, campaigns have been around since the 1960s and campaigns are similar to launches because they are a connected series of actions leading to a desired outcome. So, you know, I can see where the confusion is between like the modern day launch, but you don't actually need to have anything new to run a campaign. Mm -hmm. So you can run a campaign for every single objective in, in your, in your business. So if you are an unknown, unknown brand without an audience, then you need a brand awareness campaign. And if people know who you are, but they, they don't trust you and they're not, leads yet, then you probably need a lead generation campaign. And if you have an existing warm audience, but you now need to convert them onto an offer, then you need a sales campaign. And so it's really horses for courses. And what makes campaigns unique is that they are super focused on that specific objective. It's Mm -hmm. like, we're not trying to do everything. We're trying to do one thing really well. I guess what irks me about launches is sort of what you alluded to is that they're often really templated, you know, okay, so do a free masterclass and then, um, and that's live and then do a seven day cart open and then have an email sequence where you send seven emails over those seven days and then cart close. And then you've got, you've made a hundred thousand dollars. It's like Uh no one in the history of time, has actually made $100,000 like that, except Mm -hmm. for the first person that did that. Mm. Like people forget that marketing is art and science together. So just by nature of trying to template it, to try to make it formulaic, you've Mm -hmm. broken it. The Mm. essential ingredient in marketing is creativity. You need to stand (laughs) out. You need to do something differently. So if I see another come along to my free masterclass, I'm going to kill somebody. (laughs) 
Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Good. No, this is what it's all about. Let's get that message out there. So what has getting down to the juicy bits of a growing business, what has been the hardest part about growing your business? Great question. There's so many hard bits. <laughs> um, I have been extremely fortunate that this time around with Campaign Del Mar that the, the managing of the team mm. has been so good, whereas with Ragani, my marketing agency, that was the most complicated thing and it nearly sent me over the edge. Like I had <laughs> no end of issues. Like I remember having someone we had gone through the whole recruitment process you know, um, all of her interviews, she had to like do a little bit of a sort of a project to test her work, the whole thing, contract, lawyer, like all of it, and she resigned after two days. Um, so that was absolutely devastating. So it's like back to the drawing board after a very costly recruitment period. And then I yes. also had a staff member who was stealing from me um, and then needed to get lawyers involved and mm. it was messy and it was heart-wrenching and I was pregnant at the time, so it was emotional. So I would say generally staff is the hardest thing about running a business. However, mm -hmm. I don't know, the the business gods have been kind to me because um, with Campaign Del Mar, my, my team is an absolute dream. I think the hardest thing now about running a business is just the mum guilt, you know, because I'm mm. so, my business has so much momentum. We have not doubled our revenue year on year, but almost. Mm. And there's a real energy around Campaign Del Mar. And so there's a part of me that's like, well, I need to ride this wave and we're in that aggressive growth period. But also yep. my daughter started school this year. Mm. And so, you know, this would have been a really nice year to just take it a little bit easy in the business. Um, mm. So I guess it's those competing priorities that's really tricky. Yeah. So the other side of the coin, what was the highlight of growing and running your business? I think the highlight is genuinely seeing that I'm making a difference in people's lives. I know that mm. sounds so like naff and <laughs> like, you know, wow, she's got tickets on herself. But I, I can I can see the penny drop and I can see that before they learned a more strategic and sustainable way to run their marketing that there was a lot of overwhelm and there was mm -hmm. a lot of winging it and there was a lot of social media grinding of just like, you know, hours and hours on social media and it going nowhere and they just go, okay, this is it. Um, because we start our business and we think this is going to be great, build it and they shall come. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm a really good accountant and yes. so because I'm such a good accountant, People are going to want to come and be my client. And then they go, mm -hmm. oh, God, I've got to market myself, but I don't know anything about marketing and I just oh, don't yeah. want marketing to be a, a barrier to their success. And so when yes. I finally see them penny drop and they go, okay, I get it now, that's mm. a super rewarding thing for me, mm. super rewarding. Uh, I wish your program was around when I first started coaching because that is exactly how I went into it was okay I'm really good at what I know 
um, when when I first started coaching, it was to do with um, finances, business finances, because that was what I was good at. And um, and I'm like, okay, I've got this business idea. I'm starting from scratch as far as marketing goes. I don't know what marketing is or does or sales. And I didn't even know there was a difference between sales and, and marketing. And so, yeah, I wish I had known that. And I would have saved thousands of dollars had I been part of that. But, um, yeah, you, you live, you learn. And you, what did you, you spend it on? A coach. A coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, um, mm. and I got this was my very first coach I'd ever um, put, spent money on, I'd ever hired, and I think I spent something like $6,000 altogether, like over Ouch. six months, and by the end of that six months I'd earned $75. Glory. <gasps> <laughs> well, I did make an entire campaign about, gurus and yeah. in the coaching world there are just as many gurus as there are in the marketing mm-hmm. world so um mm. you're you're not the first and you're not the last and yeah. um I'm sorry that happened <laughs> that's fine I there were many lessons that I did learn from that um I did come out the other side of it and I ended up learning to invest wisely in completely different ways so yes so tell me, what is next for you? What are your dreams, your goals, your vision? So um, I have big dreams for my baby business. Um, we are moving overseas is our next thing mm-hmm. that we are doing. And so Campaign Del Mar is going global. <laughs> wow. Um, so we're going, we already have, a few customers um, like you in the UK and um, we get quite a few customers from New Zealand obviously and mm-hmm. a few in the US because the time zones work. The UK has been really tricky because it's mm-hmm. like you're just waking up as we're going to bed. Yes. But um, I'll be I'll be moving to that time zone. So we're moving Ooh. to Canada for six months and Costa Rica for six months so I'll be completely changing time zones and so um and it's not happening for another 12 months so it gives me a lot of time to plan for that Mm. and um it's really exciting because I mean I, I don't think by any means we've tapped the Australian market but yeah what we offer is not limited to Australia so I'm really excited about getting more UK and US customers and yeah working working with them that's great to know um when do you think you would need like that operations person in your business to start taking work off your plate um I don't know I don't know (laughs) are you waiting for something to be ready for something to fit in slip into place no, not really. I think, you know, um, so Ashley in my business who just, she just has that kind of brain, like mm. very different brain to me. She went into our Asana, which is the project management tool that we use, and she just gave it a glow up um, in all the best ways. And it is just working so much better for us now. And, um, yeah, so like that's been really, really great. And um, we also use Kajabi, 
which is an all-in-one platform, but it is a power player. You know, it Mm -hmm. is a CRM, email marketing software, website, podcast host, our online course, all in one. And um, it's designed to scale. So I feel like our systems, and I could be wrong, Laurie, like maybe if you came and looked at them and you'd be like, oh my God, it's a (laughs) shamozzle. But I feel like um, we built this business for scale. Like we are a marketing education platform. We are not a one-on-one business. So I think that if you start with that in mind, I think it's really hard to scale a service-based business where you're working with a customer one-on-one and then you're like, oh, now I want to make it scalable. You need to almost redesign all the offerings and the, Mm -hmm. the, the value proposition. Whereas Campaign Del Mar was always intended to work at scale. Yeah. Long story shots. Brilliant. Um, And that's really good insight in that you've probably already got people on your team who helps with that side of things, even though their priority and zone of genius is marketing, that you can still utilise other pieces of their skills and strengths for operations in the business. Yeah, when you run a startup, no one has one job. That's yes. not a thing that happens in startup land. I agree. Everyone wears a variety of hats. Yes. And um, and that's that has been so interesting to me in rec- in the recruitment of my team. Mm. Whereas you know before in an agency, I was looking for a really good copywriter or a really good content creator, and that was their zone of genius. And now what I'm looking for is like fast learners, you know, curiosity, people who just are obsessed with technology and you're like, hey, I've just come across a new platform. Do you want to go play with it? <laughs> like, sure. Let's go play with that. Yeah. You know, um, the kind of um, that sort of agility and that kind of, you know, um, are happy to um, try, fail, test, iterate, let's go again. Yeah. Very, very different set when you are when you run a startup. Yeah. And uh, is the rest of your team full-time or are they part-time as well? Only Emily is full-time okay. and um, Ashley is part-time and Cass is part-time too. Lovely. Well, what if maybe in a year, year and a half, once you've settled into your new destination we might come back and see the progress and see the journey of of how you've grown over that time love to that sounds awesome (laughs) wonderful and so how can people follow you and your journey as well yeah um so best place is campaigndelmar.com but I'm also on instagram campaign underscore del underscore ma or on linkedin really do feel free to send me a message. I'm super friendly, even though, you know, of what I said about my business is a scalable model. That doesn't mean I don't like talking to people one-on-one. Of course I do. It's just not a service I offer, but I love chatting to business owners and um, hearing about their marketing challenges. Very good. Well, Thank you to everyone for listening and thank you to Mia for joining me today. Um, If you are a CEO and would love to help your own OBM or integrator up-level their own COO leadership and strategic management skills, please reach out to me by email or social media for a prospectus 
or for information on my eight-week digital COO accelerator. You can find all the relevant links from today in our show notes. So thank you everyone and have a productive day. Thank you.